0: Welcome to Film Shapes,
1: the podcast. And in tonight's programme particular favourites of mine, and for those of you who remember the prefects with affection, the nightingales.
0: And I'm from the soul.
2: L'État détient le monopole de l'usage légitime de la violence. Max Weber.
0: On est dans un jeu de juste mesure ah entre la violence et la légitimité de l'usage de cette violence. <tousse> Hello, everyone. This pod will be kind of a wrap-up of the films we saw at the Revelation Perth International Film Festival uh, from July 1 to 11. Um, we have here Rolly. Hi, Roly. Hello. And hello, Merv. G'day. How are you going, guys? Good. Is it um, called the Revelation Perth International Film Festival? Now? Have I got one word in the wrong spot? Oh, Has God. it got Perth in the
2: name? I yeah. Guess. Yeah, I well, just, look, you would
0: know better than I me. I think, well, hang on. Is it the Revelation International Perth? No, no, that
2: that, that couldn't I be right. I think
0: Perth second. Yeah, I, I think most people the, just uh, call we sh- it
2: we Rev. Prob- probably should have done this earlier, but yeah, most <laughs> people call it Rev, and it is the Revelation Perth International Film Festival.
0: Nailed, thank you. Perfect, good one. Um, like guys, last year we did this. Um, in a bit of a kind of uh, chronological order, because I think you guys saw a few last year too, right? Yeah, a couple. Mm. Um, I thought this year maybe, because I saw 10, so I was thinking maybe I'd just go worst to best, if that's okay with you guys. Can we dig into this a little bit first? Okay.
2: You saw 10 movies over a period of
0: how long? Uh, 10 days. Well, one ten of them days, was...
2: But but you had quite an intense period there where, where you were virtually living at the cinema. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I guess one weekend, I think I saw five over the weekend. I mean, I, I, to be honest, I binned one off because it was starting at half 10 and I was getting a bit delirious. <laughs> so I, I decided not to... It was a South African horror film I was going to see, but starting quite late and I was a little Ooh. bit tired, and I thought I might wig out a bit. <laughs>
2: so, did you manage to see four movies in a day
0: at some point, or was that that was the last one? The best I did was three in a day wow, this time okay. round.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah that that's, for... the, thats the most I've seen in a day. Really? Three. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's—I I suppose you could probably go more. At this, I mean, one film a day will do me. That's really? fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I mean. I there there were I would have seen a few more but I had to work a couple of days so I mm, dropped a couple pesky work eh? pesky work yeah um so I mean this is a little bit uh unfair on you guys I I'm kind of judging what I thought was good and bad but I want to go through in that sort of order just you know if you when you when we come to one that you guys have seen maybe we can just yeah. have a natter yep. about it mm, sure yeah. okay which which brings us to the The worst of the ten. You didn't
2: put it last, did you, dude?
0: I did. I had to. What the fuck? (laughs) Shady. Like, it's a film called "The Killing Killing of of Two two Lovers." Lovers. Yeah. It wasn't. Look, when I say it's the worst of the lot, doesn't mean it's a terrible film. It's just the one I liked the least. I think. What did you think of it, Roland? Well,
2: I've just. I mean, I saw at least I saw three films with you, and at least one of them was much much worse than this film i I thought this was a really good film. It had one of the best unexpected kind of turnarounds I've seen in a film mm. for a long time yeah it was very, it was deeply dark and emotional and personal it it pulled at my emotions a lot um and I thought about it a lot afterwards so I'm kind of I'm a little bit disappointed though, to be honest. <laughs> I, feel,
0: I feel a little guilty. Because bit I don't guilty. often get
2: that feeling from a film, sure, right? Sure. And so a lot of the films we end up talking about, I don't I don't really have You're kind of, huh? Hey, whatever. Don't yeah. have a dog in the race. Yeah, sure, sure. But but you know, with this film I really thought it was doing something uh, different okay. and kind of unique and, and special. It it had its what you would call flaws I think were part of uh, the intention of the director. There was a, a kind of a really stark reality that was presented in this film, Mm. which was kind of uh, helped along by some of the moving camera aspects and the the, the, the searching hmm. of the lens at times, which I know put you off in some places. But for me, that just made me think more and more that I was watching something real, almost like a documentary, which made the surprising moment even more kind of chilling for me. And I thought it was almost a horror film.
0: In the end. Oh, right. Okay. That's how I thought. I, it. Look, it, it's, it's making me feel a little bit like a, like I feel a bit guilty that, that you loved it so much and I didn't like it at all. Mm. And also maybe I'm being a bit cold because I, the things that I didn't like were mainly the technical parts and possibly, I don't know, the pretentiousness of the director.
2: That's what I thought. I, I mean, think, and, and when, you say, when you're saying that. Yeah. I feel like you're talking about something you knew about the director before you even saw him. No, I've never heard of this guy of before. No, no. no Nothing no. you read? Or... No. Oh, okay. no. Okay, okay. No, so I you... came into
0: this pretty cold. Okay, oh, yeah. well, that's good then. All right. No, I it, I. it was really, I thought it was flat lighting. I thought the camera work was, you know, go back and do another take, mate. You've, you've messed it up, that kind of stuff. The, the audio yeah. was a bit ropey too, but I think that he's done that on purpose, that discordant kind of. It was very clanging discordant. and stuff. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, I mean, that's fair. But you, I yeah, uh, the acting was a, a little bit, yeah, not. The, I think the I the know. wife was fine, but I didn't like either of the two guys. Wow. Um, the wow. kids were you're a bit my ropey. Mind
2: here. You're really. I just, I just think you're wrong. <laughs> like you're just wrong.
0: <laughs> I like the fact that you could you could say I'm wrong Please about this a, an film. opinion.
2: Please it's see good. this film and <laughs> and uh, email shady.
0: Yeah, I'll go for it. Yeah, but I'd like to see if I think I'm probably in. The ascendancy with uh, people who like and dislike this film. I reckon it's more disliked than liked.
2: Yeah, yeah, but Probably. I, I, I would have expected better from you. Oh, really?
1: Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, Didn't I see it? I cannot. I, I cannot judge.
2: I, I think it's a film. Uh, it's definitely a film worth seeing, regardless um, mm. of where you end up on the.
0: Sure. I mean, it was. Uh, it was a bit. I, I don't want to. This is probably the worst thing you can say about it's a film. It's a little bit boring too, Rolly. I thought. I almost drifted off. And that. You I know.
2: find so many films boring. Sure. Um, for some reason, with this one, I I didn't. Yeah. Okay. I was I was a little bit I was too on edge watching mm. it to be bored. Okay. Because I really did feel like something bad was going to happen, and it does.
0: Uh, yeah. Well. But yeah, not I mean, in the way we're, that we're you not going expect. To, no, that's true. We're not going to spoil it by saying that it sort of didn't live up to its title, "The Killing of Two Lovers."
2: Well, you don't even have to say that. I mean, you have already, already done. You've it. already no, just, just, spoiled, just spoiled, spoiled it for someone.
0: Well, I I think think because we they move killed on, five lovers. That's what, That's what I was trying to get at. At this at. point, I don't think
2: <laughs> this conversation is very productive. I think we should move on.
1: <laughs> um, Rotten Tomato: ninety three percent.
0: <laughs> all right. Yeah, it's it's new. It's a new film. Yeah, got a few. people for all the people. Thank soon. you. Okay, so the next film on this some um, sort of random list uh, of best worst to best, I should say, was NIMBY, which we well, you know what that stands for, don't you?
1: You NIMBY. What, yeah. What is that? No, what? I don't know. It's like you idiot, isn't
0: it? No, that's oh. num- numpty. I think oh. you're
2: thinking. of. NIM- yeah, so N- I am.
1: Sorry, yeah, numpty. NIMBY. <laughs> you sounded
2: so old when you said oh, hang on, numpty or
0: something. <laughs> N- Nimby is not in my backyard. Oh yes, yeah. Um, and so this is a it's a Finnish sort of drama comedy. I, I'm not. I didn't really enjoy it that much. and I think it was too messy. It was trying to do lots of different things. Um, had some good moments, but basically it's a, a lesbian couple living in Helsinki. Don't will really, don't want to tell their parents that they're a lesbian. So they kind of run away from one pair of parents and go and see another pair of parents, which is a little strange. Um, to break the news, but when that happens, a bunch of Finnish neo Nazis get involved. With something it's, it's fucking and so, <laughs> on every street corner. Yeah, okay. and it's it. I think it had its heart in the right spot. It was trying to say something about you know tolerance and and um you know, right versus left and how everyone should try and get along and shit. But it just it was a just a bit messy and patchy. And I yeah, it was okay, but it didn't quite hit the mark. Not for you. really. No. Okay. No. Um. Anyway. That was NIMBY. The next one, Rolly, we saw this with Ben and another fella called Hugh, I think, yeah, it's, mm. um, um, at the beginning of the festival. This was Oh, It Hurts. Now, this is the one you didn't really like. Terrible. Right? Okay.
2: Terrible. Because? Uh, it was just it was just a really lightweight kind of look at um, the power of sound. I mm. thought it was kind of – there was nothing here that I haven't heard before or that I couldn't learn – in more detail, with a quick YouTube search, it was the main character taking us through this was kind of annoying. Yeah,
0: I would agree. And she
2: was pointing a microphone up at Windows, listening to people have sex, like it was. Normal. Well, of course, all that like, sound that's all fine when you're a sound later. artist. Yeah, yeah, you're not yeah. a pervert.
0: That's <laughs> some of the titling was on- YouTuber and researcher. Brad What I mean, yeah. what are their titles? I,
2: I feel like this one, they could have taken one of the little sub-stories yeah. and just focused on, I would have been interested in like the audiophile guy. I'd like to see a, mm-hmm. a film just that focuses on audiophiles, people that m- believe that, you know, their $20,000 sound system is better than the $10,000 sound system and the psychology that yeah. goes with that. That's all really interesting, you know. But, but yeah, I just feel this was kind of... I th- and the worst of all, I mean, mm. as you mentioned when we came out, is parts of the sound were kind of muddled. Yeah. Like you couldn't hear the narrator's voice in at one point.
0: That's unforgivable in that kind of film. I mean, unless he did it on purpose as a sort of a sick joke because it's all about film and all about sound and we're trying
2: well, to – In that case, you're a wanker <laughs> and okay. you deserve to get your film a bad review. No, I-,
0: I think it was probably an error, which is still pretty unforgivable. Um it was. I thought it had good moments. I liked it a bit more than you did, but it was stretched too thin. There were too many, mm. too many uh, characters. I think, mm. and too many things it was trying to say. And the through line of um, so Goebbels apparently wanted to change the the was it orchestral pitch oh, of the of music? Know,
2: constituting. Used to be four thirty-seven hertz. Four thirty-two, I think. I think it was. Was it four thirty-two? Yeah. Okay. Um, and at some point in Germany in the nineteen thirties, mm.
0: um,
2: they changed it, and which somehow had an influence globally uh, to four forty, which is what it still is today. Right. And it was following the reasons for why
0: that happened. Do you? It as a muso, Do you? Have you heard about that? Like four forty is more sort of yeah, aggressive than four thirty-two.
2: Oh, yeah. Some people get get very focused on it. So it's bit of bullshit? Yeah, I think it's a load of bullshit. Okay. Uh, it's it's just higher. I mean, if you're listening to bands, half the time their mm. guitars will be tuned probably uh, down somewhere near 432 uh, anyway if they're uh, you know playing old strings. Okay. And halfway through a gig you, you're tuning drops and you're probably listening to that anyway. And, oh, you know, okay. But now we've got electronic music that tends to be perfectly tuned to mm. to whatever pitch is you're listening to but okay the, as to what why one would be better and one would be more convincing i mean the whole idea that it's somehow got to do with brainwashing the population into yeah. being more malleable like yeah. it's 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 right. obviously bullshit yeah.
0: <laughs> so they 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 drove all the way through the film with that they, idea didn't they they decided
2: yeah. to take that one all the way yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah i mean it's it's I think it's worth a look, but it, it's probably a little bit lightweight and a bit full of nonsense, really. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that was my sense of that. Sure, okay. Um, the so I dodged a n- the bullet there. Yeah, you probably did, I think, <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next one, Alto. Merv, you saw this with me? Yes, I did. Give me give me some info on this. Come on, let's go. Uh,
1: well, this one is about uh, Al- Alvar Alto uh-huh. and his wife, ooh, his two wives. Um, oh. Was it... Um, Ano and Elissa, right. So it's just about Alto's career and who is this guy, Merv? He's a Finnish architect of the postmodern modern architecture. The twenties, thirties, when he was kind of the young up and coming architect, and then he became the sad. It was really quite interesting, yeah, this innovative guy who mm. um, also designed furniture. He and his wife designed furniture. Yeah. Um, if you know the 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 curved single piece of wood kind of mm. curved in a wave, yeah. they come with that design. And, you can't, and you've seen all these images all through this film. like, I know that. Mm. I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah I, and you right. recognise things and like, oh, wow, this guy. And I'd heard of this guy before, as I told you, because of his relationship in the invention of the kidney-shaped swimming pool and oh. skate culture in L.A., so I was like, oh, this is yeah, I know. He mm. loves curved shapes and all that. Um, so, but it was a really, it was quite a contemplative film. Yes. Which outstayed its welcome by about 15 minutes. Yeah. As most mm. documentaries tend to. Mm. About people. Um, but, you know, buildings were beautifully shot. It, I liked how it focused on a key feature of each building. So yeah, I think yeah. the first one, the asylum, was just that very interesting shape of it.
0: Sure, from the Then from there was the, the, air, the MIT right? yeah. building
1: and it was about the windows. That's right. Everyone had a view up or mm. down the river. Yeah, it was good. And so it really focused on the windows. Um, the library with its ceiling, with its very funky rows of circular...
0: Were uh, they uh, skylights? Skylights, yeah. Yeah, okay.
1: yep. And a very distinct shape. And then mm. the, um, the Finlandia building later in his career, yeah. which was the very opulent marble... It's like a city city
0: hall or something, wasn't it?
1: Oh, concert hall. Yeah, yeah, okay. Event hall or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But But it was all
1: done, I just really like, also with lots of archival footage and Mm. lots
0: of. From their own. Yeah, their own
1: collection and using their letters. And it really got into that personal relationship between, although it was. It really was about the three. I mean, it focused on Alva, Mm. but it acknowledged. The important role of his two wives, who were both designers and architects in their own right, right, very talented people. You're saying
0: his two wives? It sounds like he, he's a, a. Oh well, a yeah, sorry. His first wife, yeah.
1: she passed away, right. uh, and then he remarried a, uh, quite a younger lady. Mm. Um, kind of similar though the two the two women. He he had a type. which you yes. can definitely say
0: right. <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I I quite enjoyed it, but I also really. Was finding it hard to stay awake yeah, as well. It yeah.
1: was a bit repetitive, yeah, in the sense of here is another grand sweeping, you know, mm. over another. You could have cut two buildings out, yeah, not really too lost, too much of his Do you know career. What,
0: you know what I was thinking? Maybe that kind of film you need to be on your feet watching it. Do you know what I mean? So you don't, so you're not too comfortable. So you don't decide to fall asleep a little bit. Mm. Yeah, yeah whole, I, I, whole new type of. Genre of cinema there, Shady. Yeah. Standing cinema.
1: Yeah. Um mm. but also when you got to the I mean, his later career they did kind of gloss over a little bit. And it's when he went from, you know, young Turk, mm. avant-garde in a way, to and he's still creating modernism, and suddenly modernism is this boring in the system, you know, he's he's the old man who's yeah. got no ideas and and I guess in some ways he did, He had his ideas and it didn't really evolve that no, much. No, he stayed
0: with that sort of stuff. So, yeah, it, yeah,
1: I think the end bit was just more he turned into a chronic alcoholic and was a bit of a sad
0: <laughs> and bloke it, at the end. And it petered out a little bit then, didn't Yeah, it? yeah. where instead
1: of maybe critiquing how, yeah, he didn't evolve mm. uh, post war.
0: Yeah. And he yeah. did
1: just rely on I am. Was it a, was it
2: all a bit of a kind of positive take on on this guy? Is it? Is yeah, it, I, and it
1: really I don't think not... justifiably so. Mm. Yeah, he okay. Yeah, he They revolutionized things. They you know, the furniture and the they were experimental. They and they've still just created shapes that we still see today. Mm.
2: But is that a that's a kind of not a great formula for an interesting film if if you if it's just kind of a fan, a piece of fandom, you know?
0: You're talking back to the Spikes brothers kind of doco, aren't you? I <laughs> don't yeah, in some yeah. ways. I
1: don't think it was fandom because it did really it interviewed Fellow architects of that period who commented on his work, hmm. it did acknowledge that, well, he was an absolute philanderer and very. And it, they read letters between him and his wife.
0: So I thought that was all nonsense. I thought they were just fucking having a go at each other, just taking the piss. Ah, thank you. He, reckon
1: he was. Yeah, and the okay, were okay. shagging away like crazy. The other. Okay. Hmm. Well, more than him. She hmm. was like, well, there's no way I can yeah, catch up okay. with you. So hmm. it showed their flaws.
0: Yeah. Yeah, a little bit.
1: Yep. Yeah, a little bit, but. I think it was just acknowledging him as a very influential... I don't find it was like, you know, a gushing fanboy film. Yeah, right. It was like, hey, this guy has built and designed, and he and his wife and the two wives have been involved. Some amazing buildings, and you can't deny. And as I said, there's the beautiful, you know, drone shots of it going all over and and the interiors and all that. So... But, yeah, 15 minutes too long. I was struggling a little bit at the end, and... The one other little thing I was annoyed about, what happened to Alyssa after he died?
0: It just stopped. I mean, did her well, career suddenly stop as well? Yeah, but it's. I think it's really about him. I don't, I don't think they – you would have got another five yeah, minutes. Yeah, but man. it did acknowledge mm.
1: – it did kind of acknowledge he worked in partnership. Yeah. And,
0: yeah, maybe that marginalised think, he, them a bit. And he yeah.
1: didn't – at least I didn't get the impression that he like, you know, stole their ideas. No, no. So I just thought it was the director failed a little bit there mm. in just dismissing, yeah. you know, because she was a good 30, 40 years younger than him.
0: Well, yeah, she mm. might have, she, she's not still around, is she surely? Not.
1: I think she might have only yeah. recently passed though, yeah, right. as in the last five, ten years.
0: Mm.
1: Anyway, oh, it was, I, yeah, it was an issue. I don't know what you yeah. Oh, that was,
0: yeah, no. I, I mean, like I said, it was a little bit slow to get going, but I enjoyed. I, it felt like a museum piece to walk around in. That's what I'm kind yeah. of getting at, I suppose. Well,
1: that's um, what I do, so that's why I liked it a
0: bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, here's another doco, uh, The Most Beautiful Boy in the World. Rolly, we saw mm. this one too.
2: So what, what is this, number four for you? Five. Uh,
0: Five.
2: Yeah, I thought this was this was a great documentary. Hmm. Um, I haven't seen any of the other films you're going to talk about. So True, yeah, don't okay. know how yeah. to compare, compare it to any of those um, I, I just thought it was really sensitively done. The the filmmaker is is invisible. Yeah. Um This is a fi- like the film itself is about a boy that was uh, taken up at the tender age of fifteen um, by the French director Italian Italian director latino so Visconti they? Visconti Yeah, um, uh, who famously uh, said to the press he was the most beautiful boy in the world and that that Monica stuck Mm. with him through his career. And essentially the film tells the story of how that early experience basically uh, ruined his life, uh, essentially. And it could have, the film could have been along the same lines of exploiting uh, this person further, who's an old man now. Mm. So it's really interesting to see the uh, footage cross from when he's a young boy to to the old man. You You see the same person, just with the um, with the age upon them is, and it's just it's just really striking throughout. I thought it was just really sensitively done, and it, did, mm-hmm. it didn't, yeah, it was done with dignity somehow to tell his story, without, um, yeah, without creating more of the same that yeah. had happened to him before. Yeah, you know? sure, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't so, know. What do you think?
0: No, I liked it too. It's uh, Bjorn Andreasen, I think, wasn't it? And he mm. he was he had a kind of pushy stage grandma, I think, and she sort of wanted him to be famous. Yep. Um, so he was a good-looking lad, I guess. So, he, But he wasn't completely new to the game before that film, before Death in Venice in 71. Um, but, yeah, that, just getting him on the spotlight like that. Uh, he met the Queen of England. He he went to the Cannes Film Festival. Um, everybody wanted a piece of this kid, and he was just too young to deal with it all, and, right?
2: Well, And also it was a... He became a kind of gay icon, didn't he? You're right, yeah. And um, really interesting also that he uh, went to Japan, became a pop star (laughs) in Japan, one of the first Western kind of pop stars there uh, whose uh, features, Mm. whose long hair, long blonde hair and um, chiselled facial features then became part of like the the manga. Yeah. Sorry, um, the anime culture.
0: I think, yeah, yeah, that's right, Um. It, what was her name? Ryoko Ikeda, I think, used him as, a, as the, the model for one of her famous um, manga books, and lots of the others did the same yeah, thing. Yeah, and so yeah. to this
2: day, you can still sort of see echoes of his, yeah. his physique in the, right. in the drawings, right. which yeah. is really interesting. Yeah. Um, and what's the new film uh, that he's, he was uh, he being was in shown
0: in? Midsummer, have you seen that move? It's a, oh, that's that the new was one. the yeah. newish? A couple of years ago, yeah.
1: couple of years the kind of horror yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've not seen that, but yeah. No, yeah. unfortunately I missed it. I think yeah. we, yeah, I wouldn't
0: mind. It's on, it's, it's one of the
1: streams. Yeah, different. yeah. You can get on the streaming services at the moment.
0: Yeah, but I I, I mean, I, it was a little bit miserable, I suppose, but that's just because of what had happened to this guy. I yeah,
2: mean, and and he's, he's a flawed character. He's had an extraordinary life. But yeah. Yeah, you just get this sense of um, someone that's still learning to – be themselves after all this time. This yeah, there was. Crazy. I mean,
0: th- his mother disappeared, right? And they they found her body years later mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so I'm still unclear if she committed suicide. Yes, or... I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It Doesn't um, explain it. And the, and the film does a good job of not needing to explain yeah. things like that. Yeah. as well, you just sort of get drawn along with it. But
0: there was a like a year that he was he was um, put up in Paris with a supposed job on the on the line somewhere, but. Mm-hmm these rich dudes were just paying him money to hang out with him and you know, that yeah that was, was a little was he was bit, a trophy yeah, for a while yeah. so
2: yeah um yeah. and yeah Strange. and the ultimate um pain of his life comes a bit later you, you learn about that but it's probably best we don't spoil that right there's yeah so there's um, so much so there's a lot of tragedy going on yeah. and yeah
0: it's um yeah. yeah i mean the fact that he's still about is pretty amazing <laughs> you know that's mm. uh, yeah, but, yeah, that's a good one. I, I quite enjoyed that. Um, These other ones must have been great. Uh, different. It's <laughs> uh, interesting, one, though, his
2: top five were ones only he got to see. No, no, no. no, no, no you saw one of Yes, them.
0: I saw one of them, oh, no, which I good. find it go, interesting. Go, listen, got to, see <laughs> interesting. The bit, got to see Ziffy. I asked you to come and see this one, this um, musical yeah. doco, and you were like, oh, I've seen too many <laughs> musical documentaries. Yeah, What's this one? I don't one? want to see another. What is it? Um, <laughs> I won't. I won't get there yet. Okay. The next one is Jumbo. I'll just run this uh, quickly through. It's a French um, drama about a, a girl, uh, I think it's Noemi Merlion. She was from Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which is great as well. Um, she's a bit of a an oddball with a, a sort of pushy mum, and um, she falls in love with a fairground ride. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and you'd think, ah, oh, this is and hilarity ensues. No, no, no. That's the thing. It does <laughs> French hilarity? No, no. Hilarity doesn't ensue. It's uh-huh. it's basically. It's it's about how it's kind of she's the star, or, or I suppose Jumbo, that the, the um, fairground attraction is. You know, the one that goes up on an arm and swings around, and yeah, I think the, I know the, the the one. You can strap in on a seat. Yeah, yeah. yeah that um, she falls in love with that. It becomes like it's not doing nothing. It actually. Uh, responds to her when she's there with it, of course, nobody else. Um, mm. it, it, there's some weird sex scenes as well. Oh, god, well, yeah, I mean, they'd have to be, wouldn't yeah. they? Um, yeah, I won't go into them. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's, I, I was thinking about damn. this well, later. The audience is going, damn, <laughs> yes. I'd <was> <laughs> love to hear to you
1: describe. describe that yes. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to. Actually, Roger's a uh, it's inanimate
0: a, Merv, object. please, a little more respect. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. Um,
0: it's uh, It's sort of more focusing on how the people around her deal with her mental illness because I guess it is a mental illness, Mm. you'd you'd imagine. Um, Like her mum initially doesn't believe her and kicks her out and whatever. Her mum's boyfriend is angry at all the other people who just won't let her be happy. Um, Her male friend at the park, uh, you know, can't believe her and is sort of like – Given her a bit of shit for it as well. So and there's some boys at the park who are more abusive, but it's kind of yeah, like, like watching how other people deal with her mental illness is quite intriguing. This, I think. Uh,
2: your description reminds me of that film where the guy's got the um, girl doll. He's got the female doll. Oh yeah, and um, he lives with it, and and then at some point he gets a girlfriend, and they all have to oh have La- Lars and Lars. Lars and the real Lars and the real. I've not seen that. Yeah. No, is it similar to that? I'm pretty it? sure that was a Rev. Oh yeah, feature at, at one point as well. I was thinking it
1: was of a Joaquin, wasn't it?
2: Oh, yeah. Was it?
1: Okay, I think, I think so. it
2: might have been. Yeah.
0: I was thinking more of those Quentin Dupieux films, you know, the, the Deer Skin and Rubber and those kind of things, oh, yeah. with inanimate yeah. objects. Mm-hmm. In those films, though, I mean, it, it's played a little bit, bit more sort of uh, fetish, freaky, and a bit sort of surreal. In this one, it's just like, oh, she's a bit nuts, yeah, and I how think. are all the people around her going to deal with her? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It was it was um, weird, but quite good. Yeah. Next okay. is the Monopoly of Violence. Uh, another doco from France. Move. Give us a rundown on this. Oh, you've got notes? He's gone to the notes. Immediately. <laughs> I've gone to the notes. Well. Okay. Oh, I hope you guys disagree too. I don't think we do. No. No. I mean, on. I think when it finished, I said that was one of the most
1: French films I've ever seen in my life. Mm. It just starts. I liked. It annoyed me to begin with, but then I appreciated and understood why they did it. No one got identified. So they are interviewing all these different people. Yeah. And you can roughly pick out you know, you like think they you can. were a process mm. protester. Oh, they seem like an academic. He's a cop. He's oh he's yeah. or at least he's a, yeah, somehow involved with the cops. Sure. And it's not until the very end that they actually identify who all these people are. And there's a mm. few moments we go, Oh. Can we get a bit a bit sorry, of premise.
0: yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. It, it's like the, you remember the Gilets Jean riots in Paris and all, mm. all around France a few years ago. The yellow jackets or yellow oh, vests, yeah, or yeah. Whatever. yeah,
2: okay. With the was this related to outlying kind, of, kind of, of, of poverty areas and yeah, something to do with tax and...
0: reforms or something like student reforms or something. I'm yeah. not sure. Okay, but they, you know the French like a protest now and again, right? But they, they do love a protest. The cops also like to come down hard on the protests, mm. and that's kind of what it's about. The cop, how the cops are allowed to, or how the state is allowed to um, perpetrate all violence. this violence on people. But, you know, if you fight back, you're fucked. So,
1: Yeah, so it's based on the, was it the uh, essay of, uh, was it sociologist Max, Max Weber. Weber in 1919? Yeah. So, the, yeah, the state has the legitimate use of violence to maintain order and power. Mm, okay. And the society gives it to it. And mm. it's using footage, yeah, um, lo- a mixture of, of phone yeah. footage and, I guess, camera crew footage. And it's often got people who have been filmed talking about it. Sometimes they're talking in yeah. opposition about it. That's or some, me
0: up there? Yeah, they're pointing sometimes at the Sometimes they're talking. Yeah. And, you know, they're, oh, okay. they're missing mm. eyes. and Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, yeah, it's a very interesting – it was an interesting discussion and that's what it was. It was very much the discussion and it was very much in that style when you kind of see some of those movies where they do go to those French – News talk shows.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. It yeah. felt,
1: you know, it felt like I've seen this in the movies type thing, having yeah. never actually watched kind of, you know, a French, a proper one. Mm. And yeah, it was interesting, but I did get a little lost at times. Kind of like, who's this? Per- why is this? Why is this person telling me the story? What's their part yeah. in this? Um, and then you find well, out they're like, a professor like you, of law or something but like but that.
0: But like, also, you you mentioned maybe there are some things that French audiences would be like, oh, I know what this is all about, but yeah. we, we might miss out on. That, yeah. That yeah, I mean,
1: it, yeah. it was very, I felt it was very much a discussion, an internal discussion,
0: because
1: mm. it didn't look to a wider conversation at all. Um, I felt it was very much, this is what has happened. This is our state and how it is implementing violence yeah. to control our people.
0: Yeah, and Macron comes across as a bit of an asshole, doesn't he?
1: Yeah, but... Mm. I don't know. I think they like to show all their presidents or premiers as they're not kind to their no, leaders. No. Yeah, yeah. They're certainly not kind to them.
0: Yeah.
1: Um and yeah, it was just it was a it was interesting again. I just felt it it got a little bit too long and then it just ends.
0: Yeah, that's good. I mean blank screen I,
1: and then yeah, right. no and no musical through this, so the no, credits. A bit like but but give team.
0: But in the, oh, nice. Yeah. But they, didn't they then show yeah. the the names of the people and the fate? Like, say so oh, that guy's an yeah. Actual... So then
1: they show okay, but oh, no yeah, music okay. during all this, so it's still complete mm. silence now. Yeah, and yeah. so you're just sitting there in silence, watching who these people are, and kind of like going, oh shit, that did see that coming, or oh wow, all right,
0: oh yeah, okay, obviously, you know, there. And and a lot of them were because this is where I think both of us sort of lost it a bit. Was a lot of them were pretty close to each other, to each other's opinion. But, yeah. but just on the other side, except one like um, union, think, the police union yeah, the police guy, guy, and the journalist, and the,
1: and the <laughs> journalist citizen journalist protester. I think you would yeah. almost call him, you know, yeah. who that, um that really hated each other. At one
0: point, he was like, yeah, "Don't, don't tell me that's not excessive." Mm. All no, right. I suppose, a little bit while a guys getting his <laughs> yeah. head beaten in, in in a McDonald's or something, you know. And it's yeah, it was that was the only time they were really polarized, but Yeah,
1: yeah the others, I mean, they generally had people, oh, they usually had two protesters together and
0: Yeah, know, sometimes talking. they were there were people up, uh, with opposing viewpoints, but
1: Or it was but it was more a philosophical opposing oh, yes. viewpoint. yes. Yeah. yeah very, um, very... The lawyer and someone else yes. and
0: yeah. I like it was one I can't remember the name of the philosopher, but one dude said something like, um, uh, "One does not need to mention Borad, But uh, I was like, "Yeah, okay, well, <laughs> all right, maybe so, don't then." Yeah, yeah and yeah, that's yeah. what I did because none of us know who he is. Yeah, anyway. yeah right, and this right, right. is why
1: oh. I just felt so French. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <okay. laughs> it just
0: oozed absolute <clears throat> yeah. Frenchness out of it. I mean, it's pretty um, pretty confronting. Some of the scenes. Oh yeah, though, some of right? the stuff some is the... very confronting,
1: Jesus. and the use of. Kind of then footage of that same, you know, you're showing tear gas, um, you know, cops just laying into protesters, mm-hmm. um, protesters smashing in the windows, and oh. then it cuts to there's that restaurant on the corner, people are eating in it.
0: Yeah, so it, it yeah, it's, it's sort of exact same. They try to find the foot, the, the, the same, same position. Framing, yeah. So, so oh, oh, here, yeah. here's the street on a normal day, and snap. Look at this shit going on. So yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. That's some pretty nice, nice, neat sort of. But it also to showed,
1: I think, how this violence is kind of because COVID obviously hit. Mm. Everyone went home. It kind of just cut yeah, it off at the knees if, in a way. Yeah, and I'm presuming that footage is contemporary, as in shot very almost as yeah. as I was listening to when you were interviewing Richard. How you know these guys seem to be editing the film right up to the moment they okay. submit it. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. so I'm just wondering a lot of that footage was filmed in the last, you know, within the month of before it was
0: before shutdowns.
1: Um yeah, well before it was yeah, they kind of released it.
0: Ah. Uh, well no, but I think most of the footage probably happened uh, not 20, well, it came like up not 2019 to early. or twenty twenty. Yeah, but I think
1: some was early twenty twenty. Yeah, okay. I think so later. Yeah. So mm. this footage was taken at the end of or towards the end of twenty twenty or yeah. something. Yeah, was um, yeah, it all got clean? Because it was all clean, or was it footage they found
0: before? Who, who knows? Yeah. yeah, I don't
1: know. So that would have been interesting because if it's afterwards, it shows a landscape which has erased
0: the mm, history. Yeah,
1: and it shows the people that has erased. Yeah, and that's kind of it's a, that's an interesting.
0: Yeah, well, I I'm, I'm, I'm assuming I'm, just... I'm assuming it's not it hasn't been resolved. And, and maybe when lockdowns are completely lifted in France, they'll start it up again. Who knows? Let's, maybe there's or, a,
1: or has the citizens citizens just kind of gone? Do you know? what? We've had enough of this. Go away. Yeah, yeah, Just go away. Who knows? Who knows? But anyway, very
0: interesting film. Yeah, I'd, I'd recommend that one. So um, three more now. These ones, are, I reckon, they're I can't pick them actually. I can't pick the the best of these three. So I'll Ooh. just run run through what they are. Okay. Um, one's King Rocker. It's um, a music doco. Little bit like the Sparks brothers, in that there's this uh singer from a band called the Nightingales. Have you heard of them? Oh. Uh, English band, okay. Oh, um, really? and I've forgotten this dude's name, but he's he, he won't compromise his musical style basically. Um, and he's a pretty funny dude. Um, he was a bit punky in the early days, mm-hmm. um, and I guess now he sort of still is, but he had some ups and downs, and the the. The best part of this is that Stuart Lee, the comedian, do you know him? Mm,
1: okay, oh, if I saw him, I might know him. <laughs>
0: he's a pretty funny geezer. Um, he likes this guy's music, so he decided to to make this film. So he's the kind of host, I suppose. But it's his style of comedy which kind of makes this interesting. Mm. He's um, he's almost sort of using a lot of stuff that he shouldn't be using. Like he's saying, "Hey, so." Tell me about that story you were going to tell me we talked about before. Okay, go. And, and, but that's all in the film, you know? So it's kind okay. of, it's a bit, you know... It's a bit looks, behind the scenes. Yeah, under and lo- the... it looks haphazardly done, but I think he's that's his style of comedy, I guess. Okay. Um, yeah, and it, it's sort of framed in that there was a big statue of uh, King Kong in Birmingham city centre, and they were trying to track this statue down. And I think he's sort of... He did mention uh, this statue had disappeared a bit like that guy's career kind of disappeared and they're trying to recover it, I suppose. It's, that's the framing device, I think. so. Okay. Um, it's good. It's quite funny and, and the music's pretty good too and it just shows, uh, you know, if you didn't like the Sparks Brothers, I can't see you liking this one though.
2: Was this better than that, do you think?
0: Yeah, just a bit. Yeah, I think it was. It, it, there wasn't. <clears throat> what you? I think what you didn't like about the Sparks Brothers mm. was all the Talking Heads and everyone sort of just saying how good they were and stuff. Mm. Is that right? Mm. I'm with oh, you. Oh yeah, one of the things. Okay, yeah. um, this one doesn't doesn't really do that. They do meet a few people, but it's really him, uh, Stuart Lee, the comedian, talking with the, the singer. Okay, um, and yeah, getting some sort of weaning the occasional. Nugget out of this guy. So it's a bit more like some poor bloke being hassled by some fella at the pub going, I yes. loved you when you were. Yeah, pretty Still, much. I'm, I'm yeah.
2: hearing you talk and I'm saying, okay, this is top three. Yeah. And you've put all these other films. Sure. I, yeah. Okay. But hey, that's, it's your, I can't.
0: <laughs> but then again, if it's. I can't control If your, you're laughing you like. through it.
2: If, yeah, maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe was, it was great. Maybe if it, it was a good comedy.
0: Good. Yeah. When I'm saying these are the best three, then then nothing anywhere near a couple of the really good ones from last year. So Archive, um, Collective, uh, the, the Shane McGowan doc, uh, those were a fair bit better than these ones. I think the ones I chose for this year, I, I maybe I chose wrong, but these weren't – I don't think it was as good as last year's okay. festival. The ones I saw anyway. I yeah. may have missed some good ones.
1: Well, um, it would be hard to – I mean, last year there was still plenty of content. Though there was a lockdown, the content was there. Yeah. We're now, yeah, 12 months where the content wasn't being produced as
0: much. Yeah, but these are – I mean, some of these were before as well, I think. Yeah, but year, so, your early. options are mm. – it'll be like that for a couple of um, years. The next one, and this is just the order I've written them down in again, I'm not sure, is Paul Dude's Deadly Lunch Break. Uh, it's <laughs> it's pretty good. It's a Comedy? Yeah, but sort of black comedy. A guy wants to audition for a kind of talent show, and he's a bit of a loser, I suppose you could say. He doesn't quite get to the talent show because some people stop him on the way if different different events happen, different things happen. And so he decides to kill them. Uh, <laughs> uh,
2: Have you just uh, spoiled the film now? Or no, is there, is no, that... no.
0: That That's sort that's of pretty much about halfway through. Okay. He, that's where he decides. And then the rest I'm not going to spoil for you. But So you can imagine it, it's a little macabre. There's a bit of, bit of gore in it. Um, a couple of familiar English comedy faces in there too um, and some really g- good music on the soundtrack actually. So so um, I enjoyed it. I laughed pretty much all the way through. Uh, it got a little bit um, crowd-pleasing I suppose at the end but, you know, I, I probably wanted it to keep going dark all the way through and it's it sort so of – So did you
2: see this one on, on your own?
0: Yes. Yeah.
2: So were you like making noise, laughing noises in the cinema yeah, on your own?
0: yeah. No, I wasn't on my own. There were other people yeah, that in the cinema. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but they were laughing with you or were yeah. you laughing at, at different points to what they were?
0: I think they were laughing with me. I don't know. So it was like know. when we went it, saw you know, that,
1: um, that Italian-German film. Go on. Uh, the, um, the Colini case? Yes. Oh, we, yeah. <laughs> we, there was plenty of people who were clearly German
2: and they were uh, laughing yeah, at these yeah. points
1: and we're like before yeah. the yeah. subtitles came up. Yeah, yeah. and What's even with, then we're like, huh? Yeah. And then What's we'd what, laugh I'm at I'm something. i started to notice, yeah. like
2: watching a few films with you, Shady, yeah. at the cinema. Yeah. And it's like, oh, the, like we'll laugh.
0: Uh-huh. We, we'll,
2: we'll do that little, hmm, you know, it'll be a, hmm, yeah, at different places. I'm like, oh, Shady that? thought that was funny. Is that right? <laughs> it's like, oh, I didn't think that was funny. Oh, and then I just caught myself laughing at something. Hey, why, why wasn't Shady laughing at that?
0: I'm, I'm not the one who shouted "awesome" at the end of uh, Deer Skin. <laughs> did
2: I say that you did?
0: Oh, you that's did.
2: interesting. Must have, yeah. I don't remember doing it. Yeah. It was. Quite I, I think loud. maybe I was just happy for it to be over.
0: No, you, I think you you enjoyed the end of it that. It was uh, a
2: very weird. It was an awesomely weird film, yeah. and for it to end, I think quite suddenly.
0: Yeah, it was a bit. I yeah. think
2: that's what I. That's what I was sure. shouting at because it's like, <laughs> if you've got the balls to to just chop a film yeah. like that at sure. the end. Awesome. Good <laughs> on you.
0: Yeah, so I'd recommend those two and also this last one which is a Perth film actually. Strangely, it's not set in Perth. It's set in uh South Africa. It's called The Last Horns of Africa. Oh. It's uh it's about the uh, rhinoceros um, poaching trade and get trying to get on now, top of that.
2: Uh the the rhinoceros horn that is not Called ivory, is it?
0: No, I think it's not. That, no, because it's um, keratin, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Is
2: it what's the, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, what did you say the name? Ke- keratin, I think.
1: I don't know. Isn't it the horn actually like very dense, matted hair or yeah. something? Yeah. Some... Fingernail. I'm remembering hair. some weird thing right, from QI. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: Yeah. So there's, it's sort of, it's quite um, well uh, put together. There's one section where they're talking to a woman at, um, Rhino Care for the Wild. I can't remember the name of it. It's a, it's a place where they look after rhinos that have mm-hmm. been brought to them, usually young ones, um, probably after a mother has been shot and chopped up, which oh, some horrible-looking scenes. Um, and the other part of the film is trying to um, get into the, the poachers, like with the oh, poachers, yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's a bit of a police sting kind of thing um, arranged. So it's a little bit quite tense, actually. One part of it travels with, with the um, the cops and and the ranger from the Kruger National Park, I think it is, and the other part shows the um, the, the care of these baby rhinos growing mm. up. And, yeah, I mean, there was one, one scene. This is probably the only film there where I almost shed a tear in this because uh, there was a, a moment where one woman just fucking breaks down because of something that happened to one of the rhinos, and it was quite... Yeah, quite moving. But, um, but the whole film itself—it's yeah. kind of like a, a bit of a police procedural at one point, and then like, are they going to get these bad dudes who are you know hunting yeah. the, the rhinos? Yeah. And- yeah.
2: I must admit, I, I wasn't so keen on seeing that film because mm-hmm. of the because of the animal scenes and things. And they, I don't—they don't, they I don't show, show that like, many. Yeah. Even just the thought of it, like I, I'm, yeah, having any sort of film about animals being harmed, I find more confronting than. A, you know a murder documentary or something
0: right okay no i see your point it's not it's not glorifying it though mm. it's
2: it oh no yeah. no i don't expect it is but yeah. yeah it just seems um yeah
0: there's a and there's a a part um where one dude who's a farmer who's looking after them but he's kind of like a farmer of rhinos he suggests okay they should decriminalize the 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 rhino horn trade mm-hmm. so we can farm them chop them off and sell them and he's thinking that's the best way to do it. So there's a meeting of – I think yeah. it's called CITES where they, they're discussing and voting on whether they should keep it, you know, a criminal act to sell these or decriminalise it. And it's So it's a political angle to, It's Well, you imagine
2: you'd, you would get the farms, but you'd still get people poaching them in right. the wild as well.
0: Uh, uh, well, that's that, – yeah. I suppose yeah. there's well, maybe no Maybe the real, value would be less. Maybe it word, would be – That's what they're trying to think about. If you flood yeah. the market, that's yeah. what I think. You've suddenly got to flood this yeah, market with it legal yeah. – and but but then, you know, if you're still scratching around for a, for a bit of bread, you'll still try and um, get as much, you know, even if it's worth fucking fifty bucks instead of thousands, you know.
2: Yeah, well, it's probably a, yeah, uh, yeah, but there's just poverty is part of yeah. the problem.
0: Yep. So it, yeah, uh, I mean, it it wasn't spoiler. It, it's still criminal act to but um, in, yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. It's it's an interesting one. I mean. I think some game in Africa has increased because of the commercial game parks. Mm. They go their way to breed the animals, so there's plenty to hunt. Yeah. So yeah. the hunting is managed. Yeah. It yeah, it's interesting. I mean, yeah. St-
0: st- I mean it's not going it, to I'm not going to fucking change anybody's mind, but yeah. if you're a you know, some cunt who wants to shoot a lion or something just for the fun of it, don't fucking pander to those idiots. That's what I'd say. I I mean
1: But again, but if you've got it controlled, they're shooting an old lion, which I don't is going to be kicked out of its pride anyway. As opposed to them sneaking illegally and and shooting a young, which could actually. Why?
0: Why do they want to shoot a lion? (laughs)
2: Some people just grow
0: up. They want to shoot lions. Yeah, true. Okay, it's it's. Well, I hope you know no one listening to this will be like that. Fucking shady. I I love shooting animals. (laughs) He's a he's a prat. I'm not listening anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, fuck, no, fuck no. off if you are. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's um that, that's a good doco. made by I think uh, produced by Halo Films here in Perth. I think that's Ian Hale, isn't it? From the back lot?
2: Ah, uh, I don't I think know. It but, might be. Yeah, that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. So um. So who's the film maker? Who's the, the director? The guys you
0: know? Garth. Mm, Garth, somebody, Garth, somebody. <laughs> sorry, Garth. Yeah, sorry, Garth. But yeah, Ooh. they had a good Q and A at the um, at the end of that film. Actually, it was interesting. And apparently, oh, right. he's he's like he he's got a little bit of um, uh, a bounty or something on his head. That guy, that director, um, by some oh, of the poacher dudes in South Africa. He's South African, so right. he, he's here at the moment. And hopefully, he's not going back. Or right. else, um,
2: maybe he should just stay here.
0: Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah. If that's true, if they're if they're after him, fuck. I mean, there's some pretty bad mm. dudes over there.
2: Okay, no, that sounds like good film. Yeah, that's Worth good. Culture. So
0: those those last three, I'd say are probably the pick for me. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, y- you may never see them, but there you mm. go. Mm, maybe. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, guys, thanks. That's that's uh, about forty five minutes. That'll do. All Thank right. you very much, Merv. Thank you. Cheers. Right. Thanks, Rolly. Cheers, Shady. Bye then. Time. Bye. Bye. Bye.